Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today's episode is all about dreams, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Dreams are one of the most difficult things to understand and interpret. They are your mind's way of working through how you feel about certain issues in your life. But there is also way more to it than I have come to realize from a spiritual aspect. For my entire life, I have had the same reoccurring nightmare. It is always so vivid and real that I sometimes wake up sweating, shaking, or crying. In each one of those dreams, I would be hiding from either lions or tigers, and they would either be gruesome or just plain terrifying as I would be hiding for my life. And they happened so frequently that there were so many nights that I was terrified to go to sleep. I hated how real they felt. And I can remember so many of them where I would be hiding in a tiny room, trying not to breathe, and I would feel this immense amount of fear rising up in me. And most times I would come face to face with the animal, but some of the times I would witness them attacking others. And there were other ones where I would meet them face to face, and before I would actually have them attack me, I would wake up. But each time I would have one of those dreams, the theme was always the same. I was being hunted. And as I started working as a healer, I was guided to look at the meaning behind this awful reoccurring nightmare. And at first, I didn't know where or who to turn to to get any insight, but I asked my spirit team to help me find the meaning because honestly, I was fed up with this one haunting nightmare. And so they guided me to a website, and yes, they can totally do that. They will help you that way if you allow them to. So the website they sent me to really opened my eyes to the true meaning of why this kept happening. Let me read you this small paragraph from this website. Interpreting a dream of a lion hunting or chasing you. The situation may represent a single or a few powerful figures in your life that are exploiting you. You feel helpless being surrounded by predators. And when I read those words, it was as if all of the answers I was seeking to understand this dream was just handed to me in one single paragraph. Every word rang true for my life. I lived in constant fear of predators. And every trauma I had ever experienced was showing up in my dreams to teach me what needed to be healed in my waking life. I needed to work on not being so fearful, but I also needed to work on healing those past traumas that I was too afraid to look at. I think a lot of people worry that every bad dream is some sort of premonition of something that will become a future event. Precognitive dreams do exist, but what I've learned from my experience is that they don't always dictate your outcome. Those dreams may be for you to alter something in your present life. They could be insight for an upcoming event that you have the free will and power to alter. But yes, there are precognitive dreams that can happen, but I've only experienced one of them myself that came true and that was a natural disaster. And that's why I say that dreams can really be so complex. For me, I've come to realize that all of my dreams have a hidden meaning, and I'm really getting better at deciphering their messages, but there are still some that do leave me completely baffled, and if I ever really need help with understanding one, I check in with my spirit team. Many of my clients tell me about their past loved ones visiting them in their dreams, Some have said that they were so real that it was almost as if they were still alive. And others will tell me that they have begged their loved ones to appear to them, but they haven't. So why do some choose to visit and others don't? Let's take a closer look at how it all works. 
Spirit can choose to communicate with us while we are sleeping, and that includes our past loved ones, angels, and spirit guides. When we are asleep, we are in that in-between place, our earthly reality and the other side of the veil, also known as the spirit world. And during this time, our egos and rational minds are not engaged, so it makes it much easier for them to connect with us. The veil is very thin between the hours of 2 to 4 a.m., and sometimes that's why we get woken up between that time frame. Either a loved one that is passed or a guide is trying to get your attention. Having a visitation dream is so real and vivid. It's one of those things that you will never, ever forget. And sometimes your loved ones will speak to you and tell you that they are okay. And other times they will not even say a word. They will just show up to let you know that they are still with you. I have been woken up so many times at 3 a.m. by my spirit team with important messages about my life, and I'm usually told to write them down so I don't forget them once I wake up later in the morning. But you may be wondering why your loved one hasn't come to you in your dreams. You may have even been begging them to show up and they haven't yet. I've even had some clients tell me that they demanded that their loved one appear to them in their dreams, but that isn't how it works. There are many reasons why they haven't shown up when requested. They may not know as a soul how to do it. They may have work to do on the other side, such as life reviews, or they may not just be ready. The other reason could be that your guides know that you want to know something that your deceased loved one can't tell you, and that's because they want you to find the answer within yourself. Even as a medium, I haven't quite been shown the exact reason why some are able to appear in dreams while others are not. All I know is that I trust that there is a purpose, and the reason will always be for the greatest and highest of good for our souls. I know that everyone just wants those dreams to know that their loved ones are okay, but if they can't visit you in your dreams, that doesn't mean that they aren't in a good place or that they aren't okay. They may just be better at sending physical signs to grab your attention, such as leaving dimes in a random place, feathers along your path, butterflies, birds, or dragonflies. They may even mess with your electronics such as your TV, your lights, or radio. They can actually play with certain songs that you will know that will remind you of them. And sometimes they can even move things around your home to help you take notice. So please try to remember that if they aren't coming to you in a dream, there is some sort of reason. They have not abandoned you. They aren't in a bad place and they are more than okay on the other side. You can try asking them to visit that way, but if they don't, pay attention to the signs instead as validation. So now let's talk about the bad dreams and nightmares a little bit more. When we are in that dream state and the veil is very thin, we can also become a target for negative spirits to enter our dreams. So let's say, for example, you watched a very scary movie or even really negative news. Well, those little moments of fear can make us open vessels for the negative side to attack us. You know those nightmares where you wake up crying or just plain terrified? Well, from what I have learned, it's that we're basically under psychic attack while we're in our dream state. And there are many reasons that this can happen. You may have spent time with someone who was carrying heavy energy. You may have gone to a certain place that also had heavy energy. And you could have maybe had a mirror in your bedroom that is open and it hasn't been closed off. Really, the list can go on and on as to why this happens, but I really wanted to share some tips with you that I have learned along my journey that can help you and also help your children if they are constantly ridden with nightmares. So let's talk mirrors. You know those scary movies that have ghosts and such come through them? 
Well, unfortunately, yeah, this can really happen. A mirror can be an open channel to the other negative side. I've lost count of how many times I have gone to clear someone's home because they have either had horrible nightmares or their children have, and many times they have had a mirror facing the bed or in the room somewhere where they sleep. And when I tell them that they basically have been under attack because of this vortex, they instantly panic and want to get rid of all the mirrors in their home. But this really isn't necessary. There is a very simple fix, and I've mentioned it in previous episodes. All you have to do is close that vortex down. So you go and stand in front of the mirror with your dominant hand fully extended, and you circle three times to the right, and at the end, you imagine like just closing the door. So there's really no need to panic at all about mirrors. Just close them off. Very simple. Now, another thing you can do is to smudge your home. I know I talk about it all of the time, but this is something that I do daily, weekly, monthly. I'm always smudging for this very reason, because I really need to keep my space and my energy clear. So you can use white sage, palo santo, or other modalities to clear out anything negative. If you've been experiencing bad dreams, the first thing that I feel will help is to get your space clear. You can also place protective crystals in your bedroom, such as black tourmaline, onyx, amethyst, rose quartz, and selenite. There are also many, many other crystals that can help with bad dreams. So just let the crystals choose you when you shop for them. You can also ask Archangel Michael and your spirit guides to shield your entire home and bedrooms with a protective bubble of divine white light. They can help you to create a sacred space for you and your loved ones by calling on them for their protection. Sometimes I even ask for my entire home to be surrounded with millions of angels. Now, two things I have learned from two of my healer friends are what prompted me to do this episode. They taught me these incredible tips to help my kids and I to have a better sleep over the years, and I felt the strong need to share them with you all today. The first one is to close your third eye before you go to sleep so that you aren't open to seeing as you are in the dream state. So you just place your left hand over your right eyebrow and slide to the left, imagining that you are opening your third eye fully. Then switch. Place your right hand over your left brow and slide to the right, imagining that your third eye is closing fully. This tip helps a lot if you remember to do it. And I will admit, sometimes I am so spent for my day that I forget to do it and I regret it in the morning. But when I do remember, it works wonders. The best part is you can even do it for your children. All you have to do is just stand behind them and do the exact same thing as if you were doing your own. And the other tip that my other healer friend taught me has also been one of those tips that I find so, so helpful. She has told me that negative spirits enter our bodies through the third eye, the base of the neck, and the base of the spine, while we are sometimes sleeping. They can do this if we're very fearful throughout our waking hours, and we attract them sometimes like a moth to a flame because of that fear. So to stop them from doing this is to take the ashes from either tobacco or from your smudging, so from your sage, etc., and use them to rub on those three spots before you go to sleep. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to do this for myself or for my kids, and we end up sleeping like babies. So you can try all of these methods and see which one works for you and your families, or maybe they're all meant to be done because you need them. So I want to leave you all with this today. Dreams are, again, so complex, and when we need help understanding their meaning or message, sit quietly with a pen and paper and ask your spirit guides to help you decipher the messages. 
jot down anything that comes to you. Ask them what you need to let go of or what you need to learn. And as for your past loved ones, please remember that they are there for you and they will do their best to try to visit you in your dreams. But also, please understand that if they can't, they will still do their best to show you through signs that they are okay. And lastly, if you or your loved ones are struggling with bad dreams or nightmares, try doing those simple techniques to help clear what needs to be cleared. And energetically, you can protect yourselves before you close your eyes for the night. So I want to thank you all so much for being with me today on the Divine Messages podcast, and I hope that you all have sweet dreams. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.